We're continuing the Shir and Heshtap Chosanefesh, paragraph Yud Beis. Echad Shoaloisoi Binyan Hanhogois Hiskarvus Lashemisborach. One of Rabbeinu Zal's Talmidim, or a person, asked him regarding coming close to Hashem. Vetzivaloi Lilmoid. He instructed him to learn, you know, to, to really, really put koiches into learning. Vesho'aloisoi. So this person asked Rabbeinu Zal, Haloi Eini Yochoi Lilmoid, but I can't learn. He answered him, Through tefillah, you can get to everything, to everything that's good, A person who can't learn wants to be zeicher to learn, through tefillah you can get to learn. Same thing as avoida. Same thing as any facet of Kedusha, be it Tikkun Abris, breaking Taiva Sachila, Ulechol Havoides, and any kind of good whatsoever, the path to it is Tefillah. That's what Rabbi Nezal said, through Tefillah you can get anything. Even a person who's not capable, who seems totally incapable of learning Gemara, he doesn't have a Gemara cup. If he'll daven hard enough and well enough and seriously enough, He'll be able to change that. Just like we saw by Rabbi Nezal himself. He said every time he started learning something new, it came to him very difficult. And he was mispalal and he cried until he broke through. Now, Omar Hamatik, the one who's quoting this, meaning the author of the Ishtap Hosanefesh says, Ayin besefer yerach hoisonim. Take a look at the sefer yerach hoisonim. Ksav yad mehorava kodesh mitshirin zatzal which is a, a, a sefer which was written by the Chirin Arov, Rab Nachman Chirin, who was a grandfather of Rab Avram Sternhartz. This Chirin Arov wrote many of the Bre- Sforum of Breslov. This sefer, Yerach Hoysonim specifically, deals with Rosh Hashanah, deals with Chodesh Tishrei, and he goes through the Likut Emran from beginning to end, showing how every chapter in Likut Emran, all the different things that Rabbein Azal speaks about there, are found in Chodesh Tishrei. Every single Mida Toivo, every single Avoida, you know, aspect of Avodah Hashem, it's all in Chodesh Tishrei. So there, where he look at chapter 9 in Likut Imran that he discusses over there in Yerachai Sonim, Shekosav Sham, Le'inyan Yoim Hadin Shal Rosh Hashanah, that the Cherina Rav writes there regarding Rosh Hashanah, we know that on Rosh Hashanah, Hashem judges a person, and He judges him for all kinds of things. But He writes there that the main thing, the most important thing that Hashem judges a person is, His Zahirus regarding Tefillah. How serious and how careful the person was regarding everything related to Tefillah. Why? Because through tefillah, a person could get to everything. So therefore, if you would have davened, you would have been matzliach in all of these areas. And your lack of hatzloch in these areas usually reflects that you didn't employ this eitzah. You didn't use this eitzah of tefillah. As we find our Chachamim have, have given us many Tfilois regarding this. 
throughout Shachris, Mincha, Meirev, and other tefillahs, we're davening there that Hashem should help us in Torah. Uvohem nege yoimam valoilo, we should be zechro learn Torah day and night, and avino of arachman 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 lenev esem ulebeinu bino, lahovin ulahaskil, lishmoya lilmoid, and hachzirenu b'shuva shleimo. This is throughout the tefillah. And this is actually, we can actually find this and derive this from the wording in the Gemara, in Erevin, Daf Samachai. The Gemara says there, I have the ability to justify all of Klal Yisrael, to get everybody in Klal Yisrael exempt from judgment, from punishment by Hashem. And the Gemara asks over there, what does it mean? What is, it doesn't mean this, can't be. Umasku, and the maskon of the Gemara over there is, my yocholani lifter, the Kamar, what did he mean when he said, I have the ability to patter everybody? The answer is, midin tefillah. That's what he was referring to specifically, from being judged about tefillah. Kidin tefillah hu klal hadin shalodom. Because when Hashem is going to judge a person regarding tefillah, that's going to be koilel everything else. Because everything else, any other lack of success that a person had in Yiddishkeit or in life, the answer is going to be, you could have davened. Because if the person would have been careful and serious and consistent regarding tefillah, the way they should have been, the person would have succeeded in fixing everything. As the Meforshim over there in the Ein Yaakov explain. And also as, as is discussed in our forum in a different place. That we learn this out from, this, from the topic of Nara Hamoiroso. If you look in the Chumash over there in Dvorim, in Chumash Dvorim, the Torah says that if a Nara Hamoiroso will be caught by a man, and they'll have relations together, they both get a death penalty. If, if it happened in the city limits, then they both get death penalty. Why? Because she, was obvi- she obviously um, was part of the deal. She obviously was agreeable, because she didn't scream, she didn't yell. But it says over there, but if in Basode, but if it happened out in the field then he gets death penalty. The guy gets death penalty. She goes free. Why? Because the Pesach says there, uh, the Pesach says there, Tzoako ve'en moishiolo. Because it's very possible that she screamed and nobody came to help her. So she's free, he gets killed. She'ikr, I'm reading back inside, She'ikr ha'chiv shalolamisa, Rachman al-Sam, the main chiv over there of death for the Nara Hamoros is, Hu'aldvara shaloi tzoako. The Pesach says over there, if it happened inside the city, then they both get killed. Why? Aldvara shaloi tzoako. Why didn't she scream? If she would have screamed, somebody might have come to save her. She didn't scream. That shows she was a willing participant, and they both get death penalty. This is a Pesach in the Torah, Rab Nelson Zalman Likuti Alochis says, look what this is telling us here. This Pesach is talking to every single Yid. Every single man, woman, and child could be this Nara Hamayrosa. Who's attacking him? The Sahara, this Malach, who's attacking him and wants to get him to do every single Avera in the book. B'machshovo dibur So the Torah says, when are you guilty? 
You're guilty, you're guilty if you didn't scream, if you didn't protest, if you didn't go to Hashem on a daily basis and say, Hashem, the last thing in the world I want to do is, is get into chaos. When this happened to me yesterday, I lost my temper, I feel sick over it, I feel horrible. That's not the real me, that's my Yitzhahara. Hashem, I need you to help me, help me avoid chaos. I feel terrible. And I went over to every single person in the room and I told them I apologize for acting like a behemoth, like a chayara, and I'm and now now I'm begging you, Hashem, for the next month, I'm going to focus my Yisboi this begging Hashem to get me out of Kaas, to help me get this Midoro of Kaas out of my system totally. That's why it says over there, but if in the field she was found, Rabbi Nelson says, what's, what's a Jew doing in the field? Yisboi as we're going to see, Rabbi Nezal taught us that one of the most outstanding places for Yisboi is in a field, in, in a forest, in places of grass and trees, vegetation, where when your tefillah goes up together with their tefillahs, it's something incredible. So that, that, that posik over there, in Basodom but if this is one of the Jews who goes out to the field, meaning he allocates time for his bodidus, he screams every day, he protests every day, Hashem, this is not who I want to be. I'm not where I want to be. I want to be better. I want to be a good servant to you. I want to be loyal to you 24-7. But I need your help. I can't do it alone. If the person screams, then he's exempt. Rav Nosenzal brings it also in another place in Likut HaLochus where it speaks about chazoka about squatters. If guys come into a place and they take over the place, it doesn't belong to them at all, they take over. So there's an issue, there's a law of mechah. If the owner, the real owner, doesn't protest, then if they're there for a certain length of time, three years, they can mamish take over. They can mamish it. But if he was moicheh, if he screamed, if he can bring witnesses to say he was moicheh, then they don't have a chazakah. And he says again, this applies to the sotan having a chazakah on a person. If the person is not moicheh, then the person could forfeit everything. He could lose everything. But if the person makes a macho on a regular basis, Hashem, this is not what I want to be doing. I want to serve you. I want to daven with kavana. I want to learn the right way. I want to help people. You know, that's, that's what we're talking about. Now, these last two lines. If they would ever let down a, a dead person, let him come back to this world to Davin, you would see how this guy Davins. Because once a person gets to the Olam Oemis, once he gets upstairs, and he finds out what Tefillah really is, if that person were ever given a chance to Davin, you would see what a Davining is. Paragraph Yud Gimel, Omar, Rabbein Azal said, that what tefillah is really all about, the main thing in tefillah is a deep, deep attachment and connection to Hashem. And based on that, that being the case, Logically, it would be much better for a Yid to daven in their language. Let's say in, in Europe, for them, it was Yiddish. Because when you're davening in your language, then your heart is very much, very close to and connected to your words of tefillah. You could come to a stronger dveikas 
if you're speaking in a language that's closest to your heart. However, since the Anshei Knesset Sagdoyla were already mesakin for us, Shachris, Mincha, and Meyer, the Seder Atfila, and why? Why did they do that? It says here in parentheses, Machma Shalav Kolodom Yochel Esader Seder Atfila Latzmoy, Kemuva, as the Rambam writes in Hilchas Tfila, because they saw that the generations were deteriorating, and they saw that not every person was able to, to make a whole Seder Atfila like they really knew, need to for themselves. So therefore, the Chachamim instituted, they gave us a base to work from. They, they established the three tefillas, three tefillas a day and everything. Al-Kain, therefore, anu chayovim lehispaleo b'loshna koidish k'moysha sidrulanu. Therefore, we're forced, and we have to daven shachras min in loshin koidish, like they established. Once they established it like that, we have to do it that way. Avol ho'ikr, However, when a person's davening, even in Loshan Kodesh, you want to know, what should I be thinking? What, what's the, what should I be thinking at the time? The answer is to focus on translating the words in your mind. That's the main thing to focus on. To be thinking of, of exactly what the translation is of the words you're saying. That's the essence of tefillah. That a person is davening to Hashem for every single specific thing that he needs. And when a person concentrates on the words that they're saying, you know, to, to know what it means, and to be thinking about what the words they're saying mean, that's how, they atta- that's how you attach yourself, that's how you connect seriously with Hashem. Now there's another thing added here. Rabbeinazal said, those people who try to daven with kavonois, with kabbalistic kavonois, from the Arizal or from other mikubolim related to the words of tefillah, and they're not qualified to do it, it's a major pegam. It's something. It's, it, it has an opposite effect. Chasushon. It has a very negative effect, as Rabbein Azal discusses in Sichoi Saran, in paragraph Ayin Hey, Reish Memtes, and Chaimaran in one place. Ayin Shem, look over there. Now he adds, Vehine mi shemedaber baloshna koydish tomid kegon Yerushalmi, a person who lives in Eretz Yisrael, and their first language is loshn koydish. That person doesn't have to translate the words that they're saying in their mind. They just have to concentrate on what they're saying. Because again, when they say a Hebrew word, that's their mother tongue. It's not, it, automatically, they know what it means. And to them, their kavon is just that their brain and heart should be focused on what's coming out of their mouth. The brain is not diverted, thinking about any other things at the time. And again, the heart is in what they're saying. Now he adds, By the true great, great tzaddikim, by them, To them, the secrets of the Arizal, the kavonos of the Arizal, of the Yehudim and the Shemois that are, person, that are related to tefillah, to them, that's like Ivra to them. That's Aleph Beis to them. 
klulim kol hakavonois. When they're being mechaven to perish hamilois, automatically those kavonos from those sivrei kabola flow to them like, like, you know, it's natural to them. They, they don't have to have any special, special, their mind doesn't have to go off the focus from the words of the tefillah to be thinking those kavonos. Okay, and this paragraph comes from Simon Kufchov in Likutim Rantanina.